For those who don't know, Pokimane, one of the larger female creators on Twitch, has a pretty sizable YouTube presence as well. Although she's nowhere near as big as she used to be. She's clearly not grinding for every single view, making as much many videos as possible. Her social media presence is fairly down by comparison to her peak. She clearly has other priorities. So she's averaged 8,800 viewers on Twitch over the last year. Big numbers, obviously, but you can see here she's not streaming like every single day, not grinding to an insane degree. She's streaming like once every three days. As far as big streamers go, as they, she's not grinding. On YouTube, she's gotten a million views over the past month, which is obviously fairly small. Despite having 6.6 .6 million subscribers, she's not releasing, you know, a video a day or, or whatever. She's in the later stages of her career, seemingly, just kind of chilling. But discussion of Pokimane came to the forefront of social media again because she tweeted this out. The end of an era, Twitch has been my home for a decade, but it's time to say thank you for all the memories and love during my League, Fortnite, and Among Us days. This being significant, her saying that she's parting with, with Twitch because, as you can see here in this media, she has been somewhat the face of Twitch in marketing, uh, certainly the, the female face of Twitch's marketing uh, on a lot of their social media posts uh, on their app, in the App Store. So her leaving, of course, caused a bit of stir. This got, you know, 60,000 likes. Her social media on Twitter, she gets like 20,000 likes a post. She's still obviously a very popular person, even if uh, her numbers don't necessarily reflect that because of, you know, her not grinding these spaces anymore. And so there was obviously a lot of speculation as to whether she was going to accept some exclusive con contract somewhere else. Was she going to a different platform? One of the things that people somewhat joked about was whether she was going to move to Kick, a platform that she'd been quite outspoken against in the past. For example, here is Kick CEO on Pokemon three months ago. You know, in terms of people we're looking to sign still, um, I was still we're still hoping to hear from Pokimane. She still hasn't reached out yet, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep our ears up. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be the day when 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 we when she comes over. I'm, I'm hoping for it. Some of these guys were smiling. It's probably a bit of a joke, really. People talked about how like if Pokimane moved to kick, it'd be the one of the most hypocritical things that any streamer has ever done because of how outspoken she has been against the platform and how much she's been outspoken against gambling that exists on that platform as well. Somewhat confirming that it wasn't actually gonna happen is when Kick tweeted out this image, like with a target on it of uh, Pokemon's cookies that were a controversy a little while ago. Them somewhat mocking her with this image. Obviously they wouldn't do that if she was coming over the platform. Pokemon then, a little while later, followed up by saying, let's explore something new together, no strings attached. First ever YouTube stream tomorrow, February 1st. See you there. And it's a uh, YouTube streamers versus Twitch streamers. Calling herself a YouTube streamer. What's interesting is that down here she says that, like she's not taking exclusive contract with YouTube. She is uh, free as a bird or something, as she says down here. We are talking about why I'm not re-signing with Twitch. 100% a choice that I'm making for myself and for my long-term career growth. It's time for me to be free as a bird. <laughs> Suggesting she's not taken a contract with YouTube and that doesn't surprise me But like why wouldn't she just multi-stream on YouTube and Twitch both actually? Well, I, I guess apparently mystery solved She is also streaming on Twitch. She streamed on the 3rd of February and the, the 8th and 9th of February So all of this seems bullshit then she's calling herself a YouTube streamer, but she's not <laughs> So I guess this was just all a, a chunk of publicity and I guess it is still an interesting story or what have you Twitch not being willing to re-up Pokemon's contract, but that's not a surprise to anyone who follows the industry. And Pokemon streaming on YouTube despite being the face of Twitch for a while there. Also again, not a surprise if you follow the industry, but I guess, you know, any content creator worth their salt will do their best to make a marketing stunt out of anything that they're doing. So this was a sensible move on her part, but looking at it now, if a non-story, basically. 
More interesting to me was another take I saw about this from Brandy here. For those commenting on Pokey's post about moving to YouTube saying, finally, more views for us on Twitch now, she says, that's not how that works. A big creator leaving doesn't magically mean you will get their views. Nobody is stealing your viewers, especially not these big creators. This felt like such a weird statement. When a person says, you know, finally more views for us, they're saying, oh look, less competition in this space, which is just obviously true. If Pokimane actually left Twitch, which obviously she didn't, but let's say that she did, any new viewers coming to the platform looking for content would not find Pokimane and end up watching her. They would have to necessarily continue to look for other things on the platform and maybe find something else. They, they would end up presumably other places on the platform. It is not wrong to say that larger content creators are our competitors, right? We're, we're all competitors with each other, even if we can bring each other benefit um, at various different times. And, and, and certainly collaborations still make sense because you can both work together to outcompete everyone else in the market. The market for viewers in the live streaming space isn't infinite. There cannot be infinite Pokemons, right? One thing that Brandy seemed to believe adamantly here was people just don't understand that larger creators aren't taking their viewers and revenue. Just because one creator swaps platforms, these people aren't magically going to start watching some small streamers instead. If anything, those viewers are going to jump platforms. She seems adamant that Pokemon's audience is just going to move from Twitch to follow her to YouTube. But we've seen from all other acquisitions that that is not true for all viewers who watch a person. Certainly we saw from Shroud and Ninja going to Mixer that it was like, what, 30% or less of their viewership actually moved over with them. Especially when you have an established platform. The people that a person watches like, are, are those that happen to be online on the platform that they go to for content. As in, a person doesn't go to YouTube to watch specific creator. They go to YouTube, see what's on, and then pick something based on what's presented to them. In the same way that a lot of people, they go to Twitch and they look either at their follow list or browse section and they see what's on and they find something of interest. There are certainly people who will go specifically to places for Pokemon, but that is not usually the majority of anyone's audience. I would also like to say, any person who has ever said that the recommendation system on Twitch is not good or is unfair or it should be giving smaller streamers more exposure, what you're saying with those statements is more viewers would watch smaller streamers if the exposure was given less to large creators and was given more to smaller streamers instead. In that, some portion of the viewership that is currently watching larger creators um, is undeserved. It is unjust, it is unfair, it is created by an imbalanced system that if tweaked would become more equal, more egalitarian, or what have you. It is not unreasonable to say that if Pokimane had been given less exposure on Twitch over the last five years, she would have fewer viewers and those viewers would more than likely be other places on the platform. You wouldn't then say that, oh, Pokimane stole your viewership, but you could reasonably say that some measure of viewership has been unjustly funneled towards larger, larger creators when it ideally would have gone to other creators instead. Beyond this though, I think it's important to talk about replacement rate, where for a person to maintain a viewership of 8,000 viewers, they need a certain amount of exposure to new viewers. Because every single day, a person in your stream gets sick of your shit. They don't like your content and they leave. They go watch some, something else on the platform that you're on, or they go to a different platform, or they pick up other hobbies, whatever it is. They move on to something else because they don't like you anymore. And so for you to maintain that viewer number of 8,000, you need new people coming in going, oh, this is a cool creator, right? I I'm going to watch them in, in replacement of that person who just left. And when you move platform and your exposure goes down, necessarily over time, your viewership must go down as well because that replacement rate is no longer being fulfilled. A person who's followed you to YouTube is not necessarily going to stick with you forever or would have necessarily stuck with you for longer had, they, had you just remained on Twitch. 
And it is again for that reason that if you believe that Twitch has ever been imbalanced or unfair in regards to recommending smaller creators or giving exposure to other creators or, or what have you, being more egalitarian in how it spreads out its exposure, you have to accept to some degree that all the large creators on the platform should be smaller because they would get less exposure. They would slowly over time lose more viewers than they're gaining because of their lower amount of exposure and they'd be smaller as a totality. Ultimately, it is a question of whether larger creators on this platform are more beneficial to smaller creators or not. And you can probably see it, it, it largely depends on the type of platform, how far along it is in its life cycle, how big those creators are, what mechanisms exist to give people discoverability, give people exposure and whatnot. Because it is obviously not the case that the bigger the big creators are, the richer the richer creators are, the better off everyone's going to be necessarily, right? It's the question of, do you want to be on a platform that has a large amount of viewers coming to it, but very few creators satisfying those viewers? Or do you want to be on a mature platform that already has really huge creators on it, already satisfying the audiences that exist, and you trying to get in there? It's usually the first one that you want. You want to jump to a new social media and satiate the viewership that's, that's new on there, that isn't being satiated by already existence players. So when a person like Pokemon leaves, it's not an irrational thing for a person to say, hey, less competition. Because Twitch is already an established platform that people go to naturally to find things of entertainment. I think, let's say if the top 10 content creators on Twitch retired, I don't think that would lead to Twitch significantly shrinking, but it would lead to all those people needing new forms of entertainment, new things to entertain them, new creators to entertain them, where previously they were satisfied with using Twitch as that entertainment. And so you would assume in the majority, those people just find other creators or move to other creators that they've already found previously on that platform. And it would just be a boon for those people. To put it another way, I think this accusation from Brandy, people saying that they're finally gonna get more views because Pokemon is left. I don't think that's a wrong thing to say. It is undoubtedly the case that someone at some point who was previously watching Pokemon will now watch someone else on Twitch. I think it is wrong for people to view larger content creators as uh, and benevolent overlords who are working by their mere existence to build up smaller creators rather than ultimately preventing them from being able to get anywhere. The market is finite. I don't think bigger creators getting bigger is necessarily in the best interest of smaller creators who, who want to stand out, want to get noticed, or what have you. I wrote here, the analogy is kind of like a food court where you can be in a shopping center and be the only one selling food. That can sometimes be a good thing because you're the only person who can give food. So everyone who know, who's in the know that there is food to get will go to you specifically. But you maybe as a small store without a huge brand behind it, like KFC or something, people haven't necessarily heard of you, don't know what food you're offering. You're the only one there. So it's like, you know, why go that effort to go that one place or what have you. You may not even be able to serve all the people who want food, blah, 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 right? It can be the case that being the one thing selling food is not necessarily better than being a part of an entire food court. Because when you're a part of an entire food court, people will go to say, look for KFC and be like, oh, KFC, but oh, this small eatery here. I've, I've never heard of this group before. Oh, that food looks very, very good. I'm going to try this food instead. Because it becomes a place where people know that they can get food there. And each of the individual places selling food are advertising that space as a place to get food, necessarily leading to a greater amount of traffic going to that place. So it's this happy middle ground of having enough quote unquote competitors in the space, advertising that space along with you so that you can gain the most from their advertisement and, and their existence with you. But it can go too far and there can just be so much competition, so many places selling food in, in that particular eatery that it's almost impossible to get enough traffic for you to actually sustain yourself and keep yourself in that space. And Twitch is 
So much so a mature platform at this point, to the degree that the competition is insane. So I don't really think people at the top are advertising the platform to this degree more than they are making it harder for people to survive while being honest. People already understand what Twitch is. They already understand what live streaming is. They already understand this is a place to get entertainment. Competing with a Pokemane for new viewership, I think is more harmful than it is beneficial for smaller creators. Again, that isn't to say that Pokemane isn't deserving of this viewership in some way. Assuming that you believe that the systems of discoverability on Twitch are fair in some respects. At the end of the day though, this statement from Brandy, exactly her viewers will follow her, all evidence to the contrary. For the same reason that Pokemane's viewership has declined going on for the last two years, right? There will be a large chunk of people who right now are only really watching Pokemon because she happens to be on Twitch and that happens to be the place that they go to watch content. They will go there, Pokemon won't be online and they'll watch someone else. We know for a fact from every acquisition that's ever happened that even the majority of viewers do not follow the creator to a different platform. Some of course do, but it's not the majority, ever. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.